a production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What is it like to transition over to usage-based broadband, and what can you do to help customers during a pandemic? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns with Word South, and I'm joined today by Melissa Lanzarakis, who is a marketing manager at Northeast Nebraska Telephone Company. Thanks for joining me, Melissa. Absolutely. So we've got a lot to cover um, in this episode, um, but this started from a conversation about something that Melissa and the folks at Northeast Nebraska were doing as a, a discount during the, um, the COVID-19 pandemic. But there's a lot, a lot of other stuff to, to get into with um, usage-based broadband and the transition that they made about a year ago to move over um, to that. So a lot to get into, but Melissa, let's start with the pandemic that seems to start every conversation um, with everybody. If you, if you don't mind, tell us what has, um, what has, what have things been like there um, in Northeast Nebraska since the pandemic started and, and what have you guys been doing to help customers? Well, we were very proactive with COVID because we had an employee that had to go into quarantine in early March. So this was before it was even, you know, a big news story. So we already started planning for the possibility of people working from home and what that was going to look like um, for our staff. So we got that all in place, but then we also looked at what this was going to do to our customer base. We knew people would be working from home, doing schooling from home a lot more. And you know, we looked at what that would do to our network and the fact that we're a usage-based billing company. So if they're using more, their bills are going to go up more. And with schooling aspect involved, the work aspect involved, we really wanted to, you know, give back to our customer base, so to, so to speak. So um, we ended up doing a school discount per child of a 30 gig credit. So for each kid in the house, they could submit a form that we had online and um, they would get a 30 gig discount on their bill per kid. So we had about 1500. Yeah, we had about 1500 discounts that we processed, which was a little painful, but you know what? It it was worth it because I think it put a lot of customers' minds at ease when, you know, they, they solved that credit on their bills. And we also saw that usage had gone up. And this is, I'm talking into April now that, you know, from mid-March to mid-April, usage had gone up probably 20, between 20 and 25% um, over last year wow. in the same month. So, so what we did is we um, discounted everyone's internet bills by 25%. Now, if they were a low-end user, you know, the discount was lower. If they're a high-end user, it was higher. So um, um, I'm looking at handwritten notes right now that we've gotten from customers thanking us for the discount and um, people were very positive and thankful um, for the discount online. Um, And we were happy to do it. And we also, um, for COVID, we opened up 22 Wi-Fi hotspots in our communities. Um, We bought extra equipment to extend the Wi-Fi signal. And we encouraged customers and non-customers to go use our Wi-Fi if they needed that Wi-Fi for work or school. 
Excellent. So that that covers, I would imagine, twenty. You said twenty five different hotspots. That that ought to cover most of the communities across the service uh, service yes. area. I would imagine. Yeah, we did twenty two hotspots, and it was across thirty communities. So uh-huh. you know, I think the furthest someone might had to have driven was maybe seven miles. Um, but yeah, we we tried to get them up in all our COs. So. Nice. So what you had said there, and we'll get into the discount a little bit there, but it was a, a 30, um, sound like a 30 gigabyte uh, credit there um, for the mm-hmm. school age kids. Let's let's unpack that a little bit and talk about it. If, if folks are not familiar with um, usage-based uh, broadband service, go ahead and give us some of the basics, if you don't mind, on, on what that means and, and what that means to give somebody a 30 gig credit. Sure. So we charge based on usage, not speed. So that means we've opened up the pipes and everyone gets the fastest speed that we can provide to them. We're 100% fiber. So we advertise up to a gig of speed, Um, but we pretty much guarantee a hundred up and down up to a gig of speed. I've seen speed tests run, you know, in the 900s, 800s. I've seen some, you know, that it might be a little lower, but I've seen over a gig as well. So um, it just nice. depends on where you're at and how close you are, you know, who's sharing and that kind of stuff um, to determine what your speed is. So and it, it could be different at different times too, but you pay a flat rate and it's rather low for internet. And then you pay on the per gig that you use of data. Okay. So that's obviously where, Folks that went from, uh, and I guess a, a close parallel would be like an electric bill, you know, where you're looking yep. at it, that if yes, fo- folks that were working away from home and kids were at school, all of a sudden they switched to doing all of that from home. So all their Zoom calls and, um, you know, any school stuff the kids are doing online, all of a sudden all of that is reflected in the usage on their bill. Yep, you got it. And it's just like, you know, everyone was home, so their electric bills probably went up, their water bills probably went up, um, their internet bills probably went up. Um, so that's why we discounted them. Got it. And we didn't get one complaint about that. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I bet. Um, so and I guess what's part of what's interesting, we had done um an episode maybe three years ago. Um Yes, with, with I listened to it. Okay, with Shintel over in Virginia about yeah. metered um, usage based, but they, as I understand it, they've been on it for for a long time. That it was not a real new thing for them, if I'm remembering correctly. But this is something that you guys have just transitioned to in the last year or so, right? Yes, we're June first marked a year when we transitioned our first two communities. Okay, and everyone was transitioned by October one. Okay. And they weren't given an option. This was just our new internet product. And this is what we were selling now. Um, and we don't have any contracts. So if someone didn't want to do it, you know, they didn't have to. Um, but yeah, we, we transitioned a few communities each month. And we also do free managed Wi-Fi because... Wow. We thought that, you know, if we're going to charge by usage, we really needed the tools in people's homes so they could use internet correctly and we could help them troubleshoot if things were, you know, looking out of whack or they didn't know where their usage was going, that sort of thing. So they're given the option if they want to take the managed Wi-Fi or not. They don't have to. We strongly encourage it. But um, 
and and we're still COVID slowed us down on that. You know, we had to tra- get a, thousands of um, uh, Wi-Fi routers into homes, and sure. then all of a sudden COVID hit. So that really cut down on that. So I think we're probably at about three quarters of our customers having those in the homes, um, and we'll wow. get, have the other quarter in. You know, hopefully before fall. So. Well, that's a big advantage to have that um, to have that going and set up because you know less truck rolls and all kinds of stuff there. So good exactly. for y'all for doing that. Yeah. So yeah. Let's, we were we were proud of our board for okaying us to purchase that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, not meaning to um, to get too much into your business and get it all out into podcast land, but do you mind taking us back a little bit to what some of those discussions were like when the the idea of moving over to usage based first came up? You know, we're um, was everybody uh, concerned that um, you know this, that the sky was going to be falling when you made those changes, or was everybody pretty confident it would work out as well as it has? What take us back if you don't mind? What some of those discussions were like back when you guys were were looking to implement it? Do you mean in terms of customers or employees? Let's let's start with employees if you don't mind. Um, they were nervous. Sure. Yeah, it took a lot of education and. Um, you know, a lot of our employees live in the towns that we are at. They 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 were concerned. Um, it took a lot of education to our um, employee base about how it works and you know what they would need to relay to customers. I tried to get a lot of information out prior to, um, but yeah, it just took a lot of education. And I think sure. our operations manager stepped in and and helped with that as well. Um, and, and we gave them, you know, talking points for customers too. Exactly. Like if the customer says this, then this could be your response. You know, these are general ideas of, you know, we understand that not everyone's going to like it. Um, but these are the reasons X, Y, Z, why we're doing this because, you know, we're cooperative. Um, we've invested a lot in our plant. We're 100% fiber now. And we, um, are investing more and more every year because of, you know, usage. Mm-hmm. So we, that's why we decided to go to usage-based billing. And we were, all, so many of our customers were on a very low speed plan. Yeah. I wanted to, not, yeah. 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 You couldn't get them to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this kind of predates me. I've only been here a couple of years, mm-hmm. but um, a lot, I would say the biggest percentage of our customers, they were on eight meg. So you can about imagine what their experience went from eight meg to at least a hundred meg up and down. So um, I think, so we haven't heard any complaints about speed, but before we did, we heard a lot of complaints about speed. I bet. <laughs> so, <laughs> but now we don't anymore. So that's great. Yeah, that would definitely be a good way to to roll something out like that is, um, you know, yeah, we're, we're doing this and the billing will be a little different. But guess what? You know, we're, we're increasing your speed um, more than 10 times and you're really going to, yes. um, and sometimes, you know, 100 times the speed that it was. So yeah, that yeah. would be, that'd be a good time to do it for sure. I'm sure that helped. Yeah, it did. And I um, visited all of our communities last summer. I think I put 1,800 miles on the car Wow! and I did open houses at various times through the day at all of our communities. Some were as late as eight at night. Others were nine in the morning, um, gave a number. I don't even remember how many presentations must've been like close to 30. 
and talked through this new billing process and you know what uses and what uses data when you're online what uses the most data what you can do to save on data if you choose to do that um, it's really giving the customers control over their bills um, you know if they have a hardship and all of a sudden they need to save money somewhere they can just not use their internet and already they're saving a lot of money well, yes, that that's interesting, and and we we always talk about customer education being so important, and then even before that, the employee education. I'm glad that you touched on that because that we always talk about how the employee is always the first audience. Um, Got to get them on board because, like you said, they live right there in the community. And back when we could go to churches and grocery stores and um, ball fields and all that, you know, that's that's where they're going to get hit with those questions. So having them prepared yeah. for that is uh, yeah. is key. Yeah, and they all our employees that when I went around to the towns, they came with me, like Perfect. so that so there would be a familiar face there, and they helped me answer questions, and they they actually were a very supportive group, so I appreciate that. Definitely. So now that we've kind of unpacked a little bit about what that means to give the credits and how the usage based um, system works, let's get back into the uh, the COVID nineteen um, discounts that you guys did. So it was anybody that had a, a school age student got the thirty gigabyte um, uh, credit for um, was it one month or what were what were some of the other things you guys did to help folks out during the pandemic? Yeah, we actually did that. Let me think here. I think we did it two or three months. I can't even remember right now. I know we didn't, I know we didn't do it. I think think we did it May 1 bills, April 1 bills. We did it two months. Okay. That was great. And um, yeah, we, we got the forms submitted and then a group of us worked on processing each discount in our billing system and it just showed up as a student discount. I mean, some homes got as many, I mean, would have like five and six kids. So they would get pretty substantial discounts, you know, for a couple months. Sure. Um, you know, and if families felt that their kids were using too much Wi-Fi, they also could hit up our hotspots. And those had several terabytes of data used at them. So we know people were using them. For sure. Okay. And then on top of that, there was another, another discount that you guys were doing for folks as well, right? Yes. So on May 1 bills, we implemented the 25% discount on everyone's usage. So it brought, we do a certain cost per gig and we brought that down by 25% for one month. And the idea for that you talked about earlier, just, just, you know, being a cooperative is certainly part of that. You got it. And when we transitioned to usage-based billing, our number one goal was to stay revenue neutral. It was never meant to be a money-making source. And once we get a year under our belts, you know, the price could change. If usage has gone up, we could bring the price down permanently, um, the per gig price. Um, We'll have to look at that once we get a year of data under our belts. Um, but yeah, we decided to do the discount and our, our board was 100% on, on board with doing that, which we were pretty excited about. Um, you, you see the charts and how the usage was up and we just thought, you know, there's a lot of people out there without jobs right now that, um, are going through hard times and we want to give back to our, our co-op members 
um, we have paid out capital credits for years, um, but we thought this would be another way to give back to them. Definitely. I'm, and I'm sure it was, um, it was well appreciated for everybody. I'm sure nobody, like yeah. you said, nobody's complaining about um, no. prices for it. I'm sure. Not one, not one person. So that's good. Well, the last thing I had for you, what, um, what advice might you have if there is somebody out there who's considering going to usage-based um, broadband service? Um, you know, maybe it's been something they've talked about for a little while or, or maybe it's, it's freshly coming to the table. What advice would you give them um, if they're thinking about making that switch, um, things you've learned along the way? Well, get a friend that has done it. That was my my number one thing. I made friends with another company that had done it two years prior and I went to, to them for support quite a bit. And, And I still email them probably once a week because they, because we have the same messaging that we give to customers. They're always, um, they do like, um, free usage days. And we actually have one coming up this month too. Um, so, so I really got a lot of ideas and support and feedback from them. I don't know if you want me to say who it is, but that's, if you'd like to, that's fine. Sure. It's mid rivers okay. and, um, they were a great support system. So, f- you know, reaching out to someone that has actually done it is a great idea. Um, the plant side of things went really smooth. Um, I don't think there was any issues there. We had a, a few, a small percentage of customers where we couldn't get readings quite yet. And so they, you know, they had to go into individual um, homes and that kind of thing and, and to see what's going on. But I, everyone is online now. So um, yeah, it was just, it was just a lot of educate for ourselves, but also really educating the customer base. Because when you go from an unlimited plan to all of a sudden, I mean, we still are unlimited. You can use as many gigs as you want. That's You're just going to pay for every single gig. Right. So um, we really wanted to educate our customer base on what uses internet, you mm-hmm. know, you know, cause people were like, oh my gosh, I can't check my email. I can't get on Facebook anymore. But if you go to our website, I have so many data saving tips on there that you can use if you really are conscientious of your data usage. Um, But we had been putting the amount of data that people use on their bills for two years before we even made the announcement, you know, we are doing this now. We had talked about it at an annual meeting uh, three years ago. And then at the next annual meeting, they, we talked about it again. I mean, we didn't keep this a secret that we were going to go this way, but it also, it always seemed like something we were going to do in the future. Well, the future came and, and we did it. So, um, and when we officially announced it, it, we waited a whole month. And then when we brought people on their first month was, um, free of data charges. So they only had that base internet price that they had to pay for, but then they had the amount that they would have paid, you know, based on their usage. Um, but they didn't have to pay for usage that first month. That's so important, you know, not to spring it on people, but to give them plenty of time to kind of figure it out. And then, you know, for that month to see how much they're doing, that's a really smart move, I think. Thank you. Yeah. That's what we thought too. 
Great. Well, I appreciate it. That was a lot to a lot to get into and unpack, but I appreciate I, you take the, taking the time to uh, to share that with us, Melissa. Absolutely, Andy. Thanks for asking. She is Melissa Lanzarakis. She is a marketing manager at Northeast Nebraska Telephone Company. I'm your host, Andy Johns with WordSouth. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company.